I'm Ramsey the loud one. I'm Jesse the short one. Put us both into one. We are. Lots of noise, always too fast. Lots of laughs. Here's our podcast, the loud and short of it. Hi, and welcome to Loud and Short of It. I'm Ramsey, the loud one. And I'm Jesse, the short one. And this week, we're back with another 30-minute-long variety hour. My favorites. Yes, and we are going to stick with the traditions from last month of doing just five articles that we get way more in-depth with instead of ten that we talk about for literally three minutes each. Yep. (laughs) Because... That was terrible, and none of you liked it. When you came out in the living room and you said, wait, we used to do this for three-minute articles each, and I was like, no, that's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) We listen to the people. Yeah, Yeah. let's get into it. We're going to start with politics, just right off the bat, just the fucking happiest things that we can talk about. Mm -hmm. And uh, this week, we've got unemployment benefits, which I'm sure tons of our uh, listeners and viewers are on and desperately need during these terrible fucking times. Yeah. Um. And as you know, for the past six months, four months, somewhere around there, yep. uh, everybody's been getting $600 extra a week of unemployment benefits. So basically what you would be getting if you worked $15 minimum wage, 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been going as good as it can. I'm not going to say great. Um, people are obviously not doing well, but yeah, that is a good safety net to keep people from becoming homeless as we're going to see coming up and the eviction notices and everything else. Moral of the story, all of that shit is coming to a close. Yeah. Basically this month. When did it did it already expire? Because I thought it was last week, or did people get one more claim? It basically people can't claim anymore, but there'll still be one more check coming, I believe, okay. with that money in it. But How that being f- said, we're losing that. Basically, a lot of cities had patchwork saying you can't evict until this date, mm-hmm. but there's no federal guarantee on that. And some states have it, and other states don't. For example, Texas, at this point, you can get evicted. Now, Austin says that's not true. You got two more months. But that's being battled in court right now because the state of Texas, small government, is saying that local can't override state policies. And they had the gall. This isn't even what the article is about. But they had the gall to be like, you can't set up this random patchwork where different cities have different rules on evictions. And we're like... How the fuck else do you do it if you won't give eviction yeah. bans? Like, this is this doesn't work. What's the fucking point of local government? Yeah. It's patchwork for a reason, you fucking idiots. Yeah. Uh, so what it sounds like is that everything's coming to an end and that uh, geniusly they're waiting until... I don't know how all, all of it works. I, I, I'm involved politically because you have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're having the meeting this week. So, so this, is, this is what's been going on. The House passed a couple different bills uh, that either delay evictions, they um, extend uh, some unemployment benefits, not quite 600, but 400 and things similar to that, um, and all kinds of different stuff to keep the economy going, keep people in their houses, keep everyone, mm-hmm. keep as many people as possible from suffering as much as possible. Um, pass the House, goes into the Senate, where everything dies. Then... Uh, the Democrats are spending, I believe it is $3.4 trillion. This is like a direct stimulus to, to the people package to states and local cities to spend as they see fit, which would go more to the people than just staying yeah. um, with the federal government. But Republicans won't sign that bill. They said, no, too much money. So the Democrats started negotiating, whining. They got it down to $2.4 million. Republicans said, no, not signing that fucking bill. That's ridiculous. We'll never fucking sign something like that. 
What did the Democrats do? They whined and bitched and did nothing about it, and they're still in negotiations with Mitch McConnell. Instead of calling him a fucking monster, they just want to keep negotiating, keep the peace, and work across the fucking aisle. Nancy so, Pelosi, master yeah, negotiator, just apparently. amazing negotiator that we've been hearing about for twenty years as the country slowly plunges into fucking dictatorship. Um, anyways, so all of this is going on, and then Donald Trump just out of the blue is like, "I'm just going to executive order this shit," which absolutely is legally not allowed. He cannot yeah. do that. But in addition to giving four hundred dollars in additional benefits, that has to come a hundred dollars of it from individual states. And then one of the House uh, representatives said that in addition to the states having to give $100, Trump can waive that fee depending on which state, which means red states, he'd obviously let them give, get the money, and blue yeah. states, he'd fuck over and then blame it on the Democrats. It would be the most partisan bullshit ever. And in addition to all this, he wants to make a payroll tax cut, which even Republicans are like, this is the dumbest idea. Because basically what that means, all of us would probably pay 10% or— Low-income people would probably pay 10% less on uh, taxes a year. But it would mean what that 10 years do? from we now— We need money now. Yeah, from t- 10 <laughs> years from now, there's not going to be Social Security. Yeah. There's not going to be Medicare. There's not going to be fucking anything, because yeah. that's where a lot of that money comes from, because we don't tax the rich the way you should. Yeah. I, it sounds like just a ton of like quick patchwork to just be— Because like, I've seen this on Twitter like 100 fucking times where people are just like— Wow, the Trump is crossing over and fucking like going farther left than the Democrats will, and I'm just like, not really though. Yeah, like he's fucking us in the long term. But that is a valid argument because from the Democrat side, all we have we have a couple people uh, from like the squad and whatnot that have come out, and Nina Turner and a couple state people, like lesser known people that Explain have come out the and squad said, real quick. The squad is AOC, Rashida Tlaib. And two other That's people. That's good. I'm not you know who's related on. to these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's four <laughs> women. They're all in the House of Representatives. Yeah. They are all very progressive. They follow very similar to the Bernie ideologies. Um, they've come together with a couple state people, and they've said we would like to give a two thousand dollar UBI to every single American until coronavirus is over, and give it back pay for the past six months. So every American would get twelve thousand dollars. Every family would get twelve thousand yeah. dollars, and then two thousand dollars a month going forward. Which you can say, like, all oh, that socialist or whatever you want. It would also be the best thing for the economy fucking ever. Everyone yeah. would be spending it. People wouldn't be saving, which causes these businesses to fail. It causes yeah. everything to go shits up. Another part of the issue with that, that is that, um, and it was honestly, I was one of the people who was the fucking problem. Like, whenever we got stimulus checks, like, everyone paid off their debt. And, like, yeah. it didn't go back in the economy. So, like, with if, with the $12,000 back pay and then $2,000 going forward, like, obviously it's not going to go on forever. So it's not going to be a fucking, we're not going to be under a socialist state. They're not going to sneak it in, but it's like, I don't see why that's a huge fucking problem as temporarily. Nonetheless, that is not a huge fucking problem with the general populace. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, that kind of action during Corona is what is going to win the 2020 election and what is going to get you voters. But Nancy Pelosi, the amazing fucking negotiator she is, would never take that stand, would never try to try to appeal to the people more than Republicans. Instead, she's just going to argue with Mitch McConnell for eight weeks, and then Trump can step in, do this half-ass patchwork, and I'm not going to lie, he's the one that's the closest to getting something done for people. Because Nancy would have done this for another eight fucking weeks. Millions more people would lose their job. Millions more people will be homeless. And then she'll make some bullshit deal with Mitch McConnell where they'll give $20 billion to Apple, uh, Elon Musk, and Facebook. And then uh, they'll give like $2 
$100 extra to only people that meet these requirements yeah. in unemployment. So it's just, like, fucking useless. <laughs> and <is> scary. <laughs> the best part of the article is just the way that it ends by still framing this as if Nancy Pelosi knows what she's doing and giving her the last quote. And she's just like, well, you guys, I am a master negotiator. You just don't understand how this works. It's good. And ma'am, we've been not understanding you for 12 fucking for longer than 12 years, and you've been fucking up the entire time. I like how the interview is just like, so wouldn't you say you fucked this one up? She's like, no. Not at all. <laughs> like, Jesus, dude. I have I have zero faith in the, the I have zero faith in Democrats. I have zero faith in Republicans. Everything's fucked. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't have a ton to say on this one because I don't know as much as him, but holy fuck, reading this article made me want to fucking eat lead. I'm gonna butcher this name, but Shahid Buttar is running against Nancy Pelosi um in California to steal her seat. And it the way that California does their primaries, or not their primaries, that does their actual elections allows two Democrats to be running against each other. So that's what's going on for her seat. Mm-hmm. Um, very exciting, because if that happens, we get a new Speaker of the House. Things could really change. Been hearing that for years, baby. No kidding. <laughs> Been hearing no that kidding. since 2008. <laughs> but we have seen, um, I'm not going to get into all the specifics, because this, as you wouldn't know from the past 10 minutes, is not a uh, politics podcast. But uh, there were massive gains in the past week in special elections and primary elections for the progressive wing of the Democratic Party. Young people are coming for the throats of House representatives and senators across the entire fucking country, and it's really awesome to see. Beautiful. Yeah. But it's just, as as many people have said, it's not going to happen at the president's level. Yeah. That's, just, that's a pipe dream, and it's never going to work. What's going to happen is local politics is going to slowly build all the way up until entire states are running the progressive ideologies and then then it might happen in the presidency well we gotta move on to the next thing yeah, but no i just want to say you did a fantastic fucking job <laughs> yeah, thank that you was much. awesome um now we're going into something way more important that you have you don't you're not oblig you're you're more than obligated to be interested in this and it's video games yes yes um, so PlayStation this week, um, uh, back in, well, let's, let's go, let's go back. Uh, in June, they released Death Stranding, Death Stranding, which was a PlayStation exclusive that came out last year. I'm so proud of you for getting that one out. It was hard. Oh my God. <laughs> I need, I need to drink water. Um, and then two days ago, August 7th, whatever, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was another PlayStation exclusive that got dropped on PC. Oh, is that out fully now? Yeah. I didn't even get that from the article. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it, but the thing is, the, the bigger thing about this article is that it's kind of more about the way they're bringing these to PC. It's yeah. very weird, and I don't understand exactly why. A lot of people have been saying it's more of a marketing move because the uh, messaging with Horizon Zero Dawn was, can't wait for PC players to enjoy Alloy's uh, adventure. Please follow. Please follow us for the sequel on only on PS5. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how good this marketing is going to be because any any PC player is going to play that and be like, okay, well, fuck Horizon Two. I don't care. Also, people are used, or at least I know a lot of PC players that don't play the games the day they come out. So you're going to get a lot of PC players that are going to play Horizon Zero Dawn and be like, they're going to release the second one three years from now and they're gonna be like i'm not worried about that i have a thousand games i got for two dollars i the biggest thing that cuts to me too is just like one i'm a huge sony fanboy it's just true um it's these are two weird fucking picks why are they why is death stranding coming to pc that doesn't seem that seemed like something that should have lived on ps5 like 
that was the perfect poster child for like we make weird fucking shit. Microsoft is cornered shooters, but everyone has fucking shooters. Yeah. But we make weird shit that uh, that somehow dips into the fucking mainstream. Death Stranding's about fucking delivering packages and you shoot demons <laughs> sometimes. And for some reason that game was fucking trending on Twitter for weeks. Yeah. And it cuts into like Horizon Zero Dawn. It's a super weird fucking like dinosaur like metal dinosaur game where you shoot them with arrows and it it was a fucking huge hit and it just seems weird that these are the ones being brought to pc when the biggest mainstream hits like uncharted i feel like that's what should live here because those are very old games with a complete narrative so if you draw if you drop uh, uncharted one through four on pc and then like i don't know some other shit and then like last was one and two like five years from now i feel like that makes a ton more sense than using this as a marketing ploy for ps5 I can't disagree with you on any <laughs> fucking point there. So I'll just hop into some of the other stuff that they bring up in it. Um, I mean, I guess let, let's finish the, the exclusive argument, which we've brought up many times on the podcast. I'm sure yeah. you love listening to it. And if you don't, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I don't see any other way for Sony to do it. The, the releasing of a few on PC, I don't understand why they picked those games. I can't defend any of that. But yeah. then having the exclusives, as much as it kind of hurts the consumer... What else is Sony to do in this situation? Because Microsoft, when they when they're like when they're like it's out on Xbox and PC, they still make money on the PC. Yeah, because like that's literally micro. When people say PC, they mean it runs Microsoft. They don't mean yeah. a Mac. They don't mean Linux. They mean Microsoft, um, Windows, not yeah. Microsoft. Uh, but they make money on either end, so I get it. But Sony, this is their only way. Which leads into the other part of this article that I thought was super cool, and I'm ridiculously excited for. They talk about how they are now going to leverage all of Sony's intellectual property. And they didn't just say, like, from Uncharted forward. They were, like, from the past 25 years of Sony video games. And that that's now going to start being made into TV shows and movies, which they've already announced Uncharted. Yeah, dude. And a couple other things. And Uncharted has... Uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, the Spider-Man guy, and it's got Mark Wahlberg. It looks, it yeah. sounds fucking awesome. This movie has been out for so long, or has been in the works, has literally for like 10 years. Since I'm going to tell you out. right now, they could release a giant pile of dog shit, and it if it has like one fun, silly, goofy reference to the video game, I'm just going to be like, this is a good movie. Yeah. I'm happy right now. It It is a weird thing that like PlayStation is doing, because I feel like, this is another thing they're dipping their toes in because they started with that wide uh, franchise of like I, selling out their IPs. Like they, HBO is making a Last of Us show. Yeah, uh, they're making the Uncharted movie, but like they did this with like Ratchet and Clank. They made like a huge animated fucking movie that flopped. And yeah. fuck y'all. <laughs> and that like with a time with the reboot that was super successful. So I feel like they just keep making these like little tests that haven't worked out super well, and then they're just like diving straight in. Well, I feel like. In those situations, did they try to run it all, or did they just sell off the property rights for well, one they, movie and let well, the, let somebody run with it? Well, it, it's the same thing of just like uh, so with HBO and Last of Us. That's a little different, but the Sony Uncharted movie that's all done by Sony Pictures, and the Ratchet and Clank movie was done by Sony Pictures. So I imagine know, all the movie stuff is going to live in Sony. So we know that those ones are going to be dog shit, but these TV shows they have potential. Yeah. You give HBO, you give the the writers at HBO the intellectual property, and then you let the people that made the video games put in like give them give yes no privileges to be like you're not allowed to do that, you're allowed to do this. 
it could be fucking amazing. Not just well, could, it seems like it's destined to be. I good. don't know if this is 100% true, but didn't so wasn't Sony uh didn't Sony make Breaking Bad and then they uh distribute it was distributed by AMC? No idea, no man. We'll Never. we'll find that out. I'll I'll dive into the politics <laughs> and you'll dive into the producers and <laughs> and uh directors. I care very deeply. Um but yeah, I just uh I feel like Horizon is, and, and I have, I, I got the, I got Horizon Zero Dawn because I, I am a Sony slut, and mm-hmm. it's the, it's the only one I ever missed, the exclusive. And I was playing through some of it, and it's like, it's not like, even like, oh, this is an okay port. It's like an amazing fucking port. That's good, and it's super depressing because I was playing Last of Us Two of like a month and a half ago, and I was like, man, I would much rather have this on my PC. Yeah, just but, the shooting would be immensely better. Yeah, I just, um, I don't know. It's a weird, and it's a weird. I hopefully this is a trend they just continue with, but I know it's not gonna be. I I would have, and I already can't blame them for the exclusives thing, but I would have legitimately no problems if they always did their exclusives and then two years later they gave it to every other console. Oh man, are we getting to uh getting to music? Yeah, it's getting to leave Britney alone. <laughs> so uh you this is this made me very happy cuz you brought it up while yeah. we were looking through for the, the article. First time I picked the music the music article. Yeah. <laughs> I had to hand it over to him cuz every time I look for the music article, I'll go through like three options just to just be like, I don't fucking know about this. And I'm like, okay, fine. And uh the first time Jesse picked the music article, it's about Britney Spears being held mentally hostage by her father. It's fucking crazy. I hope I hope it's not true, but the uh, like ugly part of me hopes it is true. Dude, this article, some of the quotes in there, I was like, this is just admitting guilt. I'm worried for her. I'm joining the free Britney movement. I agree. It's uh dude, Britney Spears is weird, man. She like dropped off the face of the earth after going like the most the most public breakdown of all time. Yeah, like, we have we have to say. And then uh, I was gonna say she was like 16 when she became ridiculously famous. Yeah, and then had a mental breakdown like in her early 20s. And who hasn't had a ma- mental breakdown in their yeah. early 20s? Uh, and like if your friend did all the stuff she did, like because what because in this article now I wasn't paying that much attention back in the day, but in this article it referenced the fact that she had a toddler. And she let the toddler sit in her lap while driving, and a picture was taken. If she wasn't on the highway, everyone's done that. Yeah. You pick up your kid, you put it in the seat, and you go, look, you're driving. And then you put it back, and you're like, buckle up. That's a normal fucking thing to do to a child. Yeah. Everyone does that to their kid. The second one was that she shaved her head bald. Who hasn't done that? Who hasn't done that? <laughs> and uh, third thing was that she hit a paparazzi's car with an umbrella. That's if somebody not ran a breakdown. <laughs> exactly. She wasn't that bad. That was a very reasonable thing. Um, I, the, to be fair, it's been talked about a ton like recently how the media is in charge of Britney's fucking breakdown. It's all their fault. That's so fucking... Um, and then during round two, they're still doing this to people and still ruining it. Miley Cyrus was... If you want to know how bad Britney shit was, Miley Cyrus went through similar things, people said, and then everyone came and was like, no, the fuck, this is not the same thing. The media was targeting Britney. Miley Cyrus shaved half of her head and then fucking did drugs, and people were like, she's having a mental breakdown. You're yeah. like, no, she's every fucking early 20-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's a totally reasonable person. Her, her music got better, too. I was like, no I, fucking kidding. She's really just killing it. Um, but she's a... Uh, the best thing is like on TikTok. Uh, there's a uh, stream of Britney videos where she's with her husband, mm-hmm. and she's doing like little TikTok dances. And then she's someone says uh, in the comments like, 
if you're in danger, wear a yellow shirt in your next video. And then on her Instagram the next day, she has a post with her in a yellow crop top. And everyone's commenting, call the cops. Someone help Brittany. Which, like, I mean, I thought that those were all memes. If there's one article this week to read, it's read the entire thing of this. Because there's some quotes from, like, the lawyers that keep her in this. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, well, she, she doesn't want to be in it because she doesn't understand her own mental state. And you're like, she doesn't seem... It's not Kanye needs to be in whatever the fuck she's in. She yeah. doesn't need to be in one of these. No. She doesn't seem like a danger to the people around her what or herself. What damage could Britney do financially? Exactly. <laughs> and here's the other... They put in how much money she was allowed to spend one year. She spent $400,000 on, like, personal stuff, and it said $60,000 in home supplies. Don't know what the fuck that meant. But... <laughs> Cage. <laughs> yeah. Those are her two expenses. You know how much she spent in lawyer fees? 10 bill 1.1 million Jesus. and then they and then the next quote has the gall to be like this uh this thing set up for her is specifically to make one of its goals is to make sure that she spends money wisely and doesn't like blow it all at once during a mental break and you're like sir you're taking 1.1 million dollars a year <laughs> that's the unwise part yeah. she's only spending four hundred thousand dollars on herself i uh Dude. <laughs> and her mom doesn't want her to be in it. Britney's asked to be out of it multiple times and has sued to get out of it, and it hasn't yeah. worked. Well, one of the lawyers, didn't he dip out of it, and he was like, I'm not doing this anymore, yeah. and then he just would not comment on it? And the dad used to be making $120,000 off of it, and he's dipped out and handed it off to her caretaker. Yeah, isn't, that, isn't that Jamie Lynn? I have no idea. I read that Jamie Lynn is, is either in charge of her now or was in charge of her at one point. Which is her sister who got pregnant on and then had to leave yeah, uh, Zoe yeah. 101. I don't know, man, but all I know is free Britney. Free Britney. <laughs> this shit, unless, unless a video comes out of her looking of sound mind and being like, I when I'm on my meds, I understand that I need to be part of yeah. this, then I'd be like, let's change the game. But this seems like blatantly they found a cash cow. Bro, I, I don't know. I've seen some of uh, her. She has an Instagram. She has one of those. In this is how you know that maybe maybe your dad's onto something. She has one of those Instagrams where it's just a do like her dog has an account, uh -huh. but uh, the dog talks in first person. And she's like, Mommy took me to the salon today and painted my nails pink. <laughs> it was just the creepiest shit ever. Mm. So uh, may maybe Brittany's okay where she is. Also, this, this uh, whatever the fuck the name of it, I can't remember, even though I just read the article, uh, has been going on for 12 years now. Yeah. And I love, like, the idea is that it's supposed to help keep her mental state normal and keep her okay. She's been on, like, 8 million TV shows and performing and going on tour and in the public eye during those 12 years. I'm just saying, if you're a fucking multi-millionaire, 30 million or whatever she's worth, and you start a something to make your mental health better, you would fuck off and pay for an island and live on the fucking yeah. island and make some good friends and stay with them. Yeah. And be you wouldn't keep touring. That's not what mental health is. She checked herself into, like, a mental health facility in, like, 2019, and I was like, how did she get to do that on her own? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's wild. It, but, uh, Free Britney... Get yeah, her out of, get her out of that Britney. TikTok cage. That's the important things plaguing this country right now is yeah. Britney Spears and what her dad, how much how much of a piece of shit her dad is. Yeah, fuck, fuck what's his name? Fuck James Spears. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, going to television now? Yeah, let's hit it. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres is a piece of shit. Yeah. If you didn't know, now <laughs> you know. My uh, my favorite leading up into the shit that is, was covered in the this article 
Um, Ellen DeGeneres referred to her being in quarantine as prison. She did this on camera in her living room. That's bigger than our house. And uploaded it herself. Yeah. Didn't, didn't catch the irony ahead of time. Didn't get caught off camera saying that nonchalantly. Yeah. She also was the one who started the fucking singing Imagine video. Oh, was she? <laughs> yeah, it, was her, it goes her portion and then a bunch of other fucking assholes. I also liked this this article because it just lists all the fucked up shit she did and how it's connected. Yeah. For example, Dakota Johnson invited her to a birthday party. Ellen tried to blow it off as like, no, I would have gone because I'm so nice and got called out. was like, you you just didn't show up. You were invited and you bailed. <laughs> and then it turned yeah. out, the, the and she said she couldn't be there because she was in Hawaii or some odd. She was too far away to get there or whatever. Yeah. Um, turns out that was actually the day before she was in Dallas sitting next to George W. Bush. <laughs> so, like, just a fucking monster. Imagine, bro, imagine if you, like, invited me to your birthday and I was just like, oh, I can't make it, dude. I, I'm just, I gotta go out of the country. And then the next day you see me on Insta with another fucking war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> just you and Trump fucking yeah. at a, at it's a me, fucking Portland game. It's me and Genghis Khan watching Damian Lillard <laughs> sink threes. <laughs> I'd be pissed. And then you don't have the wherewithal to just, like, ignore it. You start defending yourself uh, on Twitter. And then I, I let you bring it up on my fucking reality <laughs> show. Uh, I, I think that it also leads into, like, a bunch of shit that just happens uh, in the entertainment industry with talk shows like this. I personally think these talk shows are super fucking lame. And not just for, like, I'm a fucking have my head up my ass and think I know everything. They're pretty fucking toxic and just leads to celebrity worship, which, again, are very basic takes. Yeah. Um. But the problem is that on Ellen's show specifically, a ton of people have come out and been like, we're being sexually harassed by executive producers. Oh, yeah, I mean, we're focusing on, like, the least of these horrendous yeah. charges. We like, wanted to stay in the funny stuff and then get into fuck Ellen. Yeah. There's, um, uh, there's been a lot of complaints coming from... And it it's crazy because they address in this article that, like, complaints came out, Ellen came out and was like, oh, I'm really sorry, I meant for this to be a fun, happy experience. And then yeah. the day after that, another one came out, and they're like, there was massive sexual harassment going on. Yeah. Um, it was horrendous. And uh, a couple, like, actors that had been on the show came out and were like, we're not surprised. It seemed like a yeah. hellhole in there. Brad Garrett, who played Robert from Irela's Raymond, the best show ever made, mm. uh, straight up just said, Ellen fucking sucks on Twitter. Everyone <laughs> hates Ellen. Um, but it is one of those things too, because if, if you, dude, like, read the fucking articles too about the people who went through it, because like it's completely fucked, and it was a massive thing where it was like almost everyone on the executive level was doing it. I don't think Ellen was tied to any, but, but all like, she of her had to have known it was going oh, 100%. on. One hundred percent. That's like all the like the Elon Musk with Jelaine Maxwell photos and everything else, and you're like, yeah. he didn't uh, sell children, and you're like, yeah. uh, dude, he knew, like, yeah, <laughs> he knew who this like, person Ugh. was. I don't think Kinda that like sitting next to George Bush at a baseball game. Yeah. Ellen was like, ah, that's in the past. Jesus. Uh, but her show is still going, and I find that to be my favorite part. I hope her show gets canceled. I think her show is going to get canceled. I, I, I genuinely it, think it's going to end very soon. I Ellen's hope it get a doesn't role. get canceled. I hope it just slowly dies a sad, painful death of less and less viewers every time. I don't know, man. Because it's already started dipping. So you, really? just, you just need it to, you need it to just bottom out and she has to just go into fucking like she has to start doing zany shit to try to get more people to watch yeah. the show maybe it turns into like rush limbaugh and the majority of the viewers are hate watching her yeah i will say the only getting a little more dour the only sad part is that out of all everyone has come for the late night talk show hosts over quarantine and it i wish it wasn't fucking ellen because she's a gay woman and she's the only one who mm. got fucking pop for something real 
Like Jimmy yeah. Fallon them like they they did blackface and stuff back in the day, which like of course not a fucking good thing to do, but like they got away with it. It was ten years ago they gave heartfelt apologies, or whatever. If you accept it or not, that's up to you. Yeah. But Ellen, like Ellen, can't come back from this. So uh, it sucks. It is a blow to the LGBTQ uh, plus community, but that's fair. I feel like they've moved past Ellen. They don't yeah. need her as a spokesperson <laughs> anymore. They don't need George Bush apologists uh, <laughs> yeah. leading the LGBT movement. I do like that uh, one of the things was that uh, Ellen is was at a baseball game with a war criminal, and everyone was just like, he was bad to gay people, and then he was bad oh to like... Oh my god, yeah, this article... It, it, no, th- that wasn't the one that was confused. It was the one about Hurricane Katrina, which was a bad thing, but yeah, also horrid. people like, did not bring up the Middle East. Yo, yeah, the was article like, was fuck? like, George Bush, known for being anti-LGBT... Which yeah. makes sense because he's sitting next to Ellen. Like, I get why they make that reference. Yeah. And then he's like, also known for mishandling Katrina. Which, mishandling, understatement of the fucking year. Yeah. But also, like, yes, his ca- handling of Katrina, terrible. He also bombed the fuck out of children and tortured people. Like, yeah. <laughs> this, I, like mishandling a fucking hurricane at this point. Two two of our last three presidents did that. Yeah. How about we And a current one's mishandling a fucking act of God. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, oh, fuck yikes. Ellen. Fuck George um, Bush more, though. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't have a talk show. Yeah. Yet. He just paints <laughs> pictures of immigrants. That's a deep cut of a different article. If, anybody, <laughs> if anybody's seen that, it's fucking horrendous. Okay, oh, we man. got one more to get into. Is the random? The random. This is more of an update. That yeah. We're this is for uh, local people. If you're yeah. not from Austin... Fucking turn it off. We don't want to. No, if you're not from Austin, thank you. How did you get the video? (laughs) (laughs) Share it with your other friends wherever the fuck you are. Um, again, this is this is your. We're so thirsty for clout. Please, (laughs) I'll do anything, dude. All right, we're diving into it. Yeah. So, uh, as we know, as we've been telling you every episode for I think ten episodes now. Uh, you should be out protesting if you can, if you have, if you're not immunocompromised and you're yep. ready to be safe and do something good for your country. Uh, so the Black Lives Matter movement has been in Austin, has been for a long time, yep. and uh, one of their demands, because I will say our police force and the police union fucking terrible. I think the city council has listened to demands decently well so far, but now when push comes to shove and something actually has to be done, not just word of mouth and saying nice things about it. Um, they need to redo the budget for the city. So first thing they did, passed it out to the voters with an online poll saying, here, you get to decide. You make these changes you want. Overwhelmingly, fuck the cops. We want more mental health care. We want more affordable housing, yada, yada, yada. Just spend it anywhere but cops was the fucking answer. Yeah. Um, And then everybody's making demands from cutting the police budget in half to completely cutting it. That's not going to happen. And cutting $100 million, which is about— real quick? Yeah. When he said, like, fuck the cops, like, I'm telling you, it's not even just that. Like, if you look at the fucking budget, your blood will boil. Yeah. Like, the the money, like, I put it down to the bare minimum, and it was still more than anything fucking else it's in like, the city. It's over 50%. I don't want to be wrong, but I want to say it's over 50% it, of What the we can say comfortably is it is an insane fucking it's, number. It makes no sense. Yeah. We, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Um. So, cutting it by $100 million wouldn't even be moving it to, like, similarly to how we spend in other departments. Yeah. That just puts it, like, less insanely further than every other department that yeah. we can spend money in. Um, and also, every fucking study has shown if you spend the money directly on benefiting poor people and people uh, in the communities that have the most crime, it leads to less crime. Mm-hmm. Means you need less cops. means less shootings from every fucking direction. So, yeah. there's literally no argument against this. Um, 
That being said, we do have lots of arguments against this. So the city council seems pretty determined that they're going to cut at least $100 million or do something to massively overhaul the, the police. But the problem is you've got the uh, city organizer who is this unelected fucking twat who gets to decide the city budgets apparently and then the city council has to approve them. He also is the only one who is allowed allowed to fire the uh, chief of police, Brian Manley, the scaredy cat little pussy bitch. And for whatever reason, multiple people on the city council have called for Chief Manley to have to resign. They can't fire him. Yeah. But the city organizer refuses to do it, and they won't fire him. So they're just being spineless bitches about the entire thing. I so. wish there was more insight on why this is fucking happening the way it is. It did not. I remember because um, again, I don't have a ton of uh, practical knowledge on politics. I know what, what's right. Yeah. Um, but I remember sitting there and hearing that and just being like, "No, I don't accept that." Figure it the fuck out. No matter it's your what job. side you are on this, you can't look somebody in the eye and say, "Oh yes, the mayor should not be allowed to fire the chief of police." Yeah. He's the fucking mayor. He should like. He should be able to fire with approval from the city council, yeah. whoever the fuck he wants to fire. And then if we don't like that he did that, we will remove him from his position. Yeah. But Brian Manley, never elected to be fucking chief of police, and Crunk, or whatever the fuck his name is, never elected to be city manager, or city, uh, whatever. Put him up there. Stink yeah. lines. Yeah, fuck both <laughs> of these guys. Nobody elected them. They serve no fucking purpose. And they're not listening to the will of the people. Yeah. So it's time for the city council, in my opinion, to kick them the fuck out and replace them with people that will listen to the people. Yeah, I fully agree. So back to the budget. Basically, what's going to happen is within the next week, um, they're going to vote on a new budget. And one of the ideas passed is to just cut it by $100 million. Then we'll, real, we'll come back, listen to everybody's different ideas, because mm. there's just dozens of different ideas of how we could handle this so the 100 million that's a short-term solution and then moving into long-term solutions yes now here's the other solutions we don't cut it at all and we readdress it in six months which multiple city council members have said that's what they think is right fuck you that's the dumbest shit in the world you're just gonna let cops continue with zero repercussions for what happened in austin during these protests for six more months so that everybody's tempers can go down a little bit and then they can not cut it, and people won't be in the streets. I'm going to be angrier in six months. Yeah, it's they and they don't understand that that we're past yeah. we're past the point of you just ignoring it anymore. It, it, it the timing is also ridiculous as we're still in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Yeah. If this is the end of the fucking pandemic, people go out and like have outlets. Then maybe if there was I could one see this time a good move. to divest a bunch of budget in your local government and put it towards mental health and physical health and proper housing, it's during a pandemic where people are getting yeah. sick have to stay at home and are losing their fucking homes because they can't work so uh, it's just ridiculous we're gonna see where it goes we might be back in a month fucking furious because they, they didn't cut it yeah um but it just be i mean in my opinion i don't think that we need right now to get the perfect plan in place that's not what needs to happen right now what needs to happen right now is you cut their budget you invest it smartly, and we see where that goes, and we learn from the, that six months, and then we'll move forward with a better idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm of two minds with it, where I don't know. It, it, sometimes, it right now, it just kind of feels like the promise of doing something more drastic in the months to come. Maybe that could be better than $100 million now, and then nothing fucking ever. But you because can do this $100 is how, million now, and then still go drastic later. I There's fucking hope. Stopping you. I fucking hope. But the thing is, like, so many times... In the past, I feel like it has happened where we they put a Band-Aid on it, and then it just fucking gets let go, and people are like, oh, no, something happened. Yeah. I 
again, I don't know what the fucking right thing to do is. I, it's obviously not fucking ignoring it, but at the same time, like, if $100 million gets cut off the budget, I, it really just feels like, again, in six months, people are just going to be like, ah, no, whatever. The Austin Justice Coalition, a pretty level-minded organization, has said that the $100 million, that's what needs to happen. That's mm-hmm. the bare fucking minimum. So the city needs to meet that. That's what the people want. You need to do that now and then work towards the future. Because if they don't hit that, they're just saying literally outright that the two unelected members that get to serve on these on these boards and whatnot, they're going to decide Austin's future. And it do- you didn't vote for them. Yeah. I'd rather have those two removed. I, I don't understand <laughs> how they have. It seems like in the same way that Nancy Pelosi can't get her fucking teeth out to fight Trump in the first article we talked about, why is Adler not just pulling his fucking dick out, putting it on the table and saying, you're fired unless you fire him. Like, Trump's done it multiple times, and his base fucking loves it. It I wish I could tell you, buddy. (laughs) I wish I I had a solid answer for why the fucking local government doesn't seem to be... Why no no fucking government seems to be working. It's Democrats are pussies. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But uh, hopefully things will get better. We'll put an update on Twitter in a week. We'll we'll just retweet whatever. Yeah. Or I'm City sure Council decides. next month this is going to be a random because there's not a lot of news going on except yeah. for sad stuff. But uh, thank you for listening. Thanks.